don't think it can happen to you. To the hit-and-run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right. Happy Sunday to each and every one of you. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. And of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. My website is www.DistractedDB.com. You can get the show there, or you can go to iTunes. Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Type in the keyword DistractedDB. That's where you'll get all six years of my shows. Okay, so it's been a very interesting week. Been a very interesting week. I'm not even going to recap about what happened last week on the positive and negatives of last week's show. I can just tell you this, that my producer is here I see her on Zoom, and I'm still getting a wave off. <laughs> I appreciate that. We barely are two minutes and 30 seconds in the show, and I'm getting a wave off that she doesn't want to talk on the air. I appreciate that. Although I can understand why. Honestly, recording the, I'm recording the show a little bit earlier today. I understand that she's a big Laker fan, and she wants to watch the Lakers play tonight. So we're doing the show a little bit early, and so I'm geared up, ready to go. But I got to tell you this, that this was a very interesting thing, because what happened to me last Thursday night, Thursday night, I just had completed my show at five in the afternoon because I had a little bit of time, so I decided to do it at five in the afternoon. And I know, I know. Um, again, this is not a political show, but they were showing on the news about the protesters in Louisville, Kentucky, they were doing it in L.A., in other states, so on and so forth. And if you want to protest, that's fine. Again, this is not a political show. But what I was concerned about during the protest is drivers driving into the crowds. And I did the show, my show, around 5 o'clock on last Thursday. I posted it on Friday, as you know, just two days ago. That Thursday, after I got done recording the show, I kind of flipped over to the NFL channel for a few minutes before I headed home. When I got home, I started posting some stuff on Instagram and uh, Twitter 
and uh, Facebook. And I ha on, on Twitter, I went to my account, and I happened to see this article that was posted by CBS, I think, CBS or ABC News guy. I can't remember what station it was, but it was here in Southern California. And they were showing an aerial video of people driving into the crowds. And I said to myself, I just freaking talked about this not more than two hours ago when I recorded the show. And it just upsets me to the fact that I recorded this and two hours later this stuff erupts and it happens. You want to protest, fine. Protest peacefully. No destruction, no damaging of anything, no violence. That's good. You want to drive around the area, avoid the crowds. Do not, do not ride into the crowds because what's going to end up happening is somebody's going to get hurt if somebody's not going to get killed. And when they get that happens and you try to run, break free, it is now a felony hit and run. So if you end up driving into the crowd and somebody, God forbid, dies, now it's a felony murder charge. It could be. I'm not a prosecutor, so I don't know. But I want to get a hold of a prosecutor and ask them these questions. What happens if? What happens if this or what happens if that happened? So you kind of follow my lead. So that's kind of what bothered me pretty much Thursday or like the rest of Thursday, Friday, and into Saturday. And here it is Saturday night around 530, uh, just before the Lakers play as my producer wants to watch the game. So that's why we're doing the show early. So I'm not going to predict anything on the game because that's not what I do. Anyways, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. When we come back, oh yes, when we come back, somebody was arrested for going the wrong way down in San Diego. I've talked about this many times before. It's not going to end, is it? We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. 
Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right. Welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. And, of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. My website is www.DistractedDB.com. And, of course, you can get my archive shows there. There's some new photos up on the website. And... You can also get the show on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Just type in the keyword Distracted DB. So it's been brought to my attention that uh, a friend of mine, her sister's birthday, uh, is actually was yesterday. I know this young lady, and I mentioned probably about two months ago, I mentioned her name and I messed up her whole name. I understand that it's, it's, it's her birthday. So normally I don't do this, but on behalf of me and my producer, happy birthday, Noemi. Happy birthday, Noemi Batista. Of course, that's her maiden name. But happy birthday to you. It's your birthday. Celebrate it any way you want. Of course, social distancing will count. Okay, so here we go. Happy birthday again. All right, happy birthday to her. All right, so here we are back in business. So down in San Diego, there was a crash. And uh, quite honestly, again, we talked about these before. And I got this story from 10 News down in San Diego. A wrong way driver. How? How can anybody in really, in really, in good consciousness, how can somebody, unless they're totally drunk or they're stoned or they're just totally looped out out of it, how can somebody actually go down the wrong way? Here's a story from 10 News down in San Diego, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Well, overnight, a string of damaged cars left after a driver plowed into parked cars in North Park before taking a U-turn and then crashing head-on into another car. Happened about 11 last night on University Avenue, a witness capturing this cell phone video showing that driver hitting at least one of those parked cars right there before trying to leave the scene. He then ends up on the wrong side of the street where he crashed into another car. Witnesses say he then tried to run away. I approached him. He was still sitting in the car, just with the head down. And I said, hey, man, are you okay? He said, no. That's all I heard. And then after a few minutes, he gets out of the car and tries to leave while we try to stop him. Now, the driver, you can see, was taken to a hospital. He is suspected of driving under the influence. The woman in the car hit head-on, by the way, also taken to a hospital, but her injuries appeared to be minor. All right, and again, that story comes from uh, 10 News down in San Diego, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. I got to tell I mean, I just don't understand how time after time after time wrong way drivers go. How does it happen? Again, should I hearken back on the situation where I think driver education is important? Can you not read the signs? And it happened a little bit Wednesday night, 
maybe dark, dusk, maybe. They don't have a specific time. I guess, well, actually it happened incident around 11 o'clock at night. But still, you should be able to know where you are. I'm sure the streets are well lit. They're not to the point where you have to get an extra flashlight out or something and point it looking up and down the road for the signs. Your high beams, your low beams, your headlights, and then general should be able to do the trick. I'm just guessing here. Should be able to do the trick and make sure that you're arriving at your destination safely and getting you on the right road the way you're supposed to be. So in my mind, I'm going to suspect, again, he has been taken to the hospital for being under the influence. But still, even under the influence, I don't, I don't understand how you kind of not know where you're at. Your faculties are all not with you at all, are they? Oh, it just, I just don't even know where to go sometimes. All right, I just don't know. All right, so you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. All right, when we come back, oh, these are the worst kinds of stories. A suspected driver hitting and killing a young man. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Uh, we'll, we'll... Let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. <laughs> oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. No! Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Uh, Babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, This... This isn't happening, is it? Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, 
back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and, of course, now this podcast show. Okay, so when we left, I mentioned that there was another hit-and-run. A suspected DUI driver ended up killing a young man. And this story comes from KRON4 up in the San Francisco area, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And it's very interesting on how this thing all ends up developing. We go to the North Bay, where there have been two deadly crashes in Petaluma in two nights. Police say one is the result of a driver speeding, running a red light, and killing another driver. The other case, a North Bay business owner hit and killed by a person suspected of driving under the influence. Crown Force Philippe Jagal tells us the victim was simply taking out the garbage in front of his home when he was struck. A memorial in the roundabout, the sidewalk and driveway marked up by crime scene investigators. The Gungora's family home in Petaluma, a sense of pride for the late Mario Gungora, but now that he's died, this corner now a heartbreaking reminder of his sudden and devastating death. Very, very hard. It's been very challenging for everyone here. Um, it's been a lot of tears. A lot of shakiness. It's been very challenging, to say the least, the last couple days. Mario Gungora's family confirms he is the 53-year-old man hit and killed by 41-year-old James Watkins Tuesday night. Petaluma police say Watkins was allegedly under the influence of prescription narcotics when he sped down South McDowell Boulevard at Baywood Drive. Investigators say Gungora was taking out the trash when Watkins veered onto the sidewalk, hit Gungora, pinning him under the car. Watkins' Toyota Prius ended up on the roundabout. A nurse and two off-duty first responders with the California Highway Patrol and San Francisco Police Department performed CPR, but Gungora later died at a hospital. Watkins was placed under arrest. He was charged with a felony DUI and two counts of vehicular manslaughter. He has a court case pending from a 2018 DUI crash that he was supposed to go to court next month. Um, so now he's going to have to answer to two DUIs. For the past year, Gungora owned JJ's Burger Joint in Novato and spent the two decades prior working as a chef in the North Bay. Family spokesperson Colin Rieger says he is survived by his wife and three kids. He was a fantastic person. He was kind of the center point of this family. He kept everyone together. You know, all the big family gatherings were here. Everyone would come show up. It was, you know, he meant a lot to so many people. Petaluma uh, Police yes, Lieutenant Tim Lyons says his department is working with the DMV to ensure Watkins' license is suspended or revoked. He's not clear why that was not the case prior to the crash, considering his other DUI case. Watkins has since posted bail and is due in court for both incidents next month. In Petaluma, Philippe Jagal, Cron 4 News. And again, I thank Cron 4 News for that. That's K-R-O-N, 4 News. And it just bothers, how does this happen? Where you end up getting so either intoxicated or you're under the substance of something and you get behind the wheel. What makes you think that you're invincible or you're not going to commit a crime? You're going to end up hurting somebody. If you're not hurting somebody, you're going to hurt yourself. And if you don't do that, you're going to 
kill somebody if not yourself. It's just common sense. It just, people think that they're just off in their own little world. Now, here's a family who lost a family member. And this person, Mr. Lyons, I mean, uh, not Mr. Lyons, but uh, Watkins, this is like his second offense. Why was he even driving in the first place? They should have revoked his license, taken it away, and if he gets caught behind the wheel again, you'd lock him up, put a little more punishment on him. This is where the prosecutors need to step up because that gentleman's not coming back alive. I'm sorry. He's not going to do that. And, you know, this guy had a pending case in 2008 for a DUI crash. His court case was is coming up in next month. Now he's got two at the price of one. It just disturbs me to no end that these guys still get away with it. The prosecutors and the DMB and the district attorneys, everybody needs to step up so this doesn't happen again and again and again. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and, of course, now this podcast show. Okay, so here's a law. Here's a law that I didn't even know existed, at least what the terminology was. I kind of knew it's just common sense. I mean, I learned about something like this in high school, and it's called the move-over law. So if you hear an, an ambulance, a fire truck, a police officer, somebody behind you rushing to an accident, a crash, a scene, or something. You need to move out of the way. This is a story that comes from CBS2 in Chicago. 
After two separate crashes sent an Illinois state police trooper and an IDOT worker to the hospital less than 12 hours apart, we're digging into the state's move-over law, asking how many people are really following it. CBS2 investigator Megan Hickey is live along the Dan Ryan tonight with what we found. Megan. Erica, we're learning that citations slowed down dramatically during the pandemic, but Illinois State Police tell us that trend will likely change. After a pandemic slowdown, traffic volumes are picking up again on the highways, and so too, unfortunately, are the number of drivers failing to move over for emergency vehicles. Captain Jason Bradley spoke to us from his ISP squad car today. He oversees District 15, which covers all of the toll roads encompassing 12 counties and nearly 300 miles of roadway. And the move over law, or Scott's law, is personal for him. We lost two troopers in the line of duty, two Scott's law violations last year. Trooper Christopher Lambert was in his district. The 34-year-old was responding to a crash when he was struck and killed by a car in January 2019. Trooper Brooke Jones Story, also 34, was struck and killed by a semi-trailer just two months later. After that, penalties were heightened. Enforcement and education were ramped up. Again, some people just do not know about the law. And between January and September of 2019, over 5,500 drivers were ticketed for failing to move over. So what's been happening in 2020? We discovered that during the same time frame this year, citations are way down. Just over 1,500 drivers cited so far this year. What might have contributed to that, that pretty serious uh, downturn in the number of citations that are being issued? During the initial stages of the pandemic, we were seeing uh, major reductions in, in traffic volume. Um, so that's one aspect of it. The other one is, is I like to think that we are um, seeing compliance from motorists for the violation itself. But as travel volumes increase and in the wake of two crashes that crumpled a squad car and an IDOT vehicle on the job Wednesday, Captain Bradley says we can likely expect those numbers to rise. And whether they've got flashing lights on, red and blue, uh, hazard lights, or just a vehicle on the side of the road that's broken down, the law pertains to everybody. Now, the trooper from Wednesday's crash was airlifted to a local hospital. He is expected to recover. He suffered some head trauma, as is that IDOT worker. He was sent to the hospital also with non-life-threatening injuries. Erica? Well, Megan, it was just last year that Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a bill that added teeth to the new move-over law. Exactly, and that upgrade made it a felony punishable by up to three years in prison if a person is hurt or killed. It also increased the fines for these violations. Live along the Dan Ryan, Megan Hickey, CBS 2 Investigators. All right, Megan, thank you. The CBS2 investigators have been following changes and tougher penalties to Scott's Law for a while now. Catch up on the CBS2 investigators tab of our new app by searching CBS Chicago where you can... Okay, and again, that story came from CBS2 in Chicago, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But this is what I'm talking about. This is, And how many people, how many people right now, how many people remember me talking about a story about a year ago... Uh, Trooper Brooks Jones story. She was 34. She was killed by a semi-trailer. I talked about that. I even had her photo on my uh, webpage. I dedicated the whole show to her. And yet, it still happens. Now, again, as far as the pullover stuff, 
Yeah, that's just common sense when you see the flashing lights behind you. You're always supposed to be pulling over to the right, park on the side of the road, allow these officers to do what they got to do or the first responders to do what they got to do. And then from there, you, after they pass, you get up, you know, you start driving, pull off to the, go back over to the right and start driving again. It's just common sense. That's just how it is. And yet people, are, I mean, I know it, it's just common sense. I, I learned it in high school. I mean, I honestly, I learned it in high school. But as far as the citations and the, and the accidents and crashes going down, you know, from in 2019, you know, well over 5,500. And in 2020, they're down to about 1,500. Well, a lot of that has to do with the pandemic. And even the officer in the car indicated, yeah, that has a lot to do with it. And maybe more education will help these people out and to understand it. But that's just common sense with everybody. But I'm still advocating for, again, driver education. I can't, I cannot stress that enough. Driver education to me is the key. I learned it when I was 16, 17 years old on the rules of the road. Nowadays, they don't get that toughness anymore. It's just, hey, here's the key. Go ahead and do whatever. Folks, it's not a quarter. You know, you can't put a quarter back into the car if something happens. When you crash your car, you can't do it. All right. Again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. All right. Until next week. Be safe. And remember, go ahead and take a chance on my 30-day glove box challenge. Go to my website, www.distracteddb.com. Look where we have some videos set up for the 30-day glove box challenge. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? And don't let anyone take the sands of time out of your own hourglass. Until next week, be safe.